0: And uh, I did read it, uh, but it is uh, a chapter that has seven mysteries in it about the kingdom of heaven and uh, all them, uh, uh, them good parables that uh, Jesus taught as he went through here, and the, the uh, parable of the sower, and then uh, the mystery of the tares, and then the mystery of the grain of mustard seed the mystery of the leaven, and, uh, and then the mystery of the pearl, and lastly the mystery of the dragnet. Now those are great parables uh, that Jesus taught concerning uh, things that are likened to the kingdom of heaven. But I'm interested only in uh, something found there in verse 52 this morning. And we find there... Uh, at the end of the verse, we find the th- words there, things new and old. And uh, we've already begun a new year. Actually, we're eight days into the new year. And uh, we'd like for everything to be brand new in the new year. Uh, I mean, it'd, it'd be nice. Uh, we got a new calendar. Uh, we got a new year set before us. But we got the same old world. Uh, we got a we got a new year, and we would like to have a new body, but we got the same old body. Uh, we had to drag it over into the uh, new year with us. Amen. And uh, so uh, I want to I want to preach this morning, if the Lord will let me. I want to preach on that even in the new year we find some old things. Even in the new year we find. Some old things. And uh, you say, well, well, there's too many for me to elaborate on. I just picked out three. Uh, you know, they say that's what most preachers do nowadays, three points in a poem. And uh, I just picked out three, and I'm going to try to expound upon those three things, talking about old things in a new year. Revelations 12 and 9, great chapter there. Uh, future chapter. Uh, And when you read it, it almost sounds like uh, the nativity scene story, but uh, it wouldn't be in Revelations if that was all there was to it. There's more to it than that. But on down about verse 9 of that chapter, he says, That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Now, you did not travel very far into this new year that you met that old devil. He came over in it with us. Now I'd like to left him back there. It'd been a blessing uh, to leave him back there. But no doubt you hadn't walked very far into 2023 that you met that old serpent, the devil. Now I do notice that the Bible said that old serpent. He's been around a while. There ain't nothing new about the devil. He's old because he's been around so long. Uh, Many of us are what they call senior citizens. You say, what's that mean, Brother Rick? Well, seniors are usually those that's fixing to graduate. Uh, Amen? And uh, that might be the case. Now, uh, even though it's an old devil, he's not only after the old folks. Uh, No, sir, my wife, uh, she reminded me when we got in the car uh, Wednesday night, uh, and it it was constructive and good criticism, and uh, she said, "Uh, Honey, you need to remember that everybody in the class ain't old people. And I said, You got some young folks in there too. And uh, that is something a preacher has to remind himself of, is that not everybody's in the same class? And uh, us old people talking about dying and being sick and wore out, but you got a bunch of young people full of life and they're thinking about living and, and adventure and what they're going to do and what they're going to see. And uh, so that has to be considered. Amen? I remember listening to Sam Gill preach, the uh, only time I ever heard him preach in person. And uh, he was talking about when he was a teenager that he remembered sitting in church and said they would talk about the Lord coming and uh, how it seemed like it's going to be immediate and uh, how that they had built consecration camps for Christians and there's all over uh, the United States that it was going to put us all in them. And uh, he said, I'd sit there as a young person thinking, man, I want to get my driver's license. Uh, I want to get married. I, uh, I want to have a family. And uh, so we don't want to take that hope completely away from the young folks. And uh, we're talking a lot about Jesus coming. All things are pointing in that direction. And uh, those of us that have been here a while are certainly hoping it's true that this might be the year we go home. Join loved ones around the great throne. The signs are all pointing to Jesus appearing. This could be the year we go home. Uh, but uh, we all, us now that are, you know, nearing uh, three score and ten, we heard that back then. And uh, we thought it was going to be right then. Now, I'm hoping and believing and trusting it ain't going to be long, but we also have to realize we might be here a while. Uh, we don't know. One thing I noticed about the Lord, He don't get in no hurry. And uh, I say, and I'm a nobody, but I say that every prophecy preacher I ever listened to, they all made the same mistake. What they said was right, what they said was true, but they had it happening right away and it was still out there somewhere in the future. God don't get in no hurry. And uh, so, so we've got the old serpent, the old... Devil, we've got Satan. Boy, the Lord wanted to make sure we knew who he's talking about, didn't he? I mean he named him in about every way you could name him. And uh, he is with us here in 2023. We hadn't been very far into this year that I saw that trilogy of evil. You say, What do you mean? Well, Jesus said that the devil had come to steal and to kill and to destroy. Did you know by January the 2nd in 2023 that 193 people had already been shot and 56 of them died? Second day of January. You say, what's that saying? That's saying that the old devil come over in with us. The Bible said he come to to kill. Amen. Uh, All that killing that you see every week on the television, that's all of the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he inspires every other murder. Amen. The Bible said he'd come to steal. And I wonder how much stuff's been stolen since the first of the year. What makes people do that? That's that devil uh, that inspires them to kill and to steal and to destroy. Amen. While we hadn't been hardly two days over into the new year, and I, I heard that old serpent talk. You say, well, you mean, oh, you know how he talks. Did you know the first Bible translation was not done by Nelsons or Zondermans? Uh, The first Bible translation was in Genesis 3, 3, and the old serpent said, Yet God said, and ye'll not surely die. And uh, the very first uh, Bible translation, if you will, was done by the devil himself, and might I say that everyone after that, Amen, except God's Word. And you can always tell the devil talking. You say, why? Because he always says, if. Matthew 4, if thou be the Son of God, if thou this, if thou that. Uh, You see, every doubt that you've had since the turning of the new year, every doubt that you've had was put there by the old devil. It's not the spirit that leads you to doubt the things of God. It's the devil. Amen. Uh, he's over here with us. Why the Bible said that in 2 Timothy 2 and 26, that talking about people said that they might recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Not only do we see the old devil, that trilogy of evil, not only can I hear him talk sometimes, sometimes through you, Sometimes through me. I mean, don't feel bad about that. Don't get upset about that. While the Apostle Peter, Jesus looked right in his face and when he said something, he said, Get behind me, Satan. Thou saverest not the things that be of God. Do you ever hear the devil talking through you? I hear him talking through me sometimes. And that's just proof that he's here around. And he lays traps that... That word trap is the Bible word that we use for that's the word snare. And the Bible says that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. The devil lays traps. And a lot of people have already been caught in them. Even though we've just started this new year, they've already got caught in them. And you and I need to pray. You say, why? Because he stalks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour Therefore, you and I, we have to realize that the devil has traps laid for us. Now, if I was trying to trap a certain animal, I might not use the trap that I would use to trap another animal. And you see, the trap that would work on me might not work on you. But I'll guarantee you this, the devil's got a trap for you. Amen. You better realize that too. You say, oh, I'd never get caught in the devil's traps. Better men and women than me and you have got caught in them. Amen. You better keep your eyes open. You better you better stay on your knees. Amen. I, I won't say much about this because Brother Sammy got on a little bit. And uh, the old devil, I know he's here. You say, hey, you know he's here. I know he followed us over in the new year and you do too if you've had one temptation in this new year for evil. That was the devil done it. Amen. You have temptations. And the Bible said, let no most man say he's tempted of God because God cannot be tempted of evil. But every man is tempted of his uh, own lust. But who is it that tempts that lust? That's the devil. He's the tempter, amen. Uh, I was in the barber shop one day and uh, there was uh, an older preacher there. He's dead now, black preacher. And uh, the barber said, I want to ask you a question. He said, what is it? He said, well, I know you're a preacher. And he said, the Bible said if a man even looks on a woman with lust, he's already committed sin in his heart. And the barber asked that old preacher about that. He said, what about that? And that old black preacher sat there for a moment and shook his head and he said, mm. he said, I sure have to, hate to pay for something I do not get to do, amen. But the Bible said, if, you're, if you look on a woman with lust, you've already committed uh, uh, adultery in your heart, amen. Uh, well, that's where it all starts from anyway in the heart. But I just want to remind you, listen, if you thought everything was going to be smooth sailing, and if you thought we was going to sail into this new year and pack this place out and see people saved every Sunday, uh, well, that can happen. But we got to remember there is an old serpent called the devil that's come over in, uh, uh, to this new year with us. We'll have to fight him all year. Amen. We'll have to resist him all year. But I'll tell you one thing I want to say about that old devil. In that same chapter in Revelations 12 and 12, the Bible said, somebody said, how much does the devil know? Does he know what I think? Does, uh, how much exactly does the devil know? Well, I don't know, but I know this. I know he knows he ain't got long. Right. 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 Amen. Isn't that a blessing? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I know, I know that's future. I know that's when he's cast down uh, to the earth. I know that's when he can't go up there no more. But listen, that's got to be close. And so he's got to know he don't have as long as he used to have. Amen. I, and I say praise God. Amen. I'd like to live in a world where there ain't no devil. And I'm going to. Amen, my, my wife, she asked me this week, she said, the Bible says we're going to rule and reign with the Lord. said, I know that's true, but said, how's that going to work? I said, I don't know, but it's in there, it's going to work, amen. amen. A lot of things that we don't understand and we can't explain doesn't change the fact that they're still true, amen. amen. The Bible talks about us ruling and reigning, uh, with the Lord, some over five cities, some over ten cities, amen. Uh, I don't know how all that's going to work, but I tell you, it'll work a lot better with no devil here. Amen. Yeah. He's going to be bound up. Things will be a lot easier to do when there ain't no devil here, amen. Uh, and so we come over into this new year, and that old serpent, the devil, he come right over with us into it, amen. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say this. The Bible said in Ephesians 4 and verse 22 that you put off concerning the former conversation underline it of the old man. Well that old devil he come over into the new year with us but I hate to say it I would have just as well that old man stayed back there in 2022 that tickled me to death but the Bible says I have to put him off. Well, if i got to put him off, he must be off. If I have to put him off, he must still be here. Well, you and I wasn't too long into this new year that we realize that old man's still around. Amen. For those of you that got up this morning and said, I ain't going to go to church today, he's still around. Amen. Amen. For those of you that picked up your Bible this week and all at once there comes something on the TV and you laid it over and started watching television, he's still around. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir, that old man is still around. We have to deal with him every day of our life. Uh, uh, We have to deal with that old man. You say, why is he called an old man? Uh, He's been around longer than a new man. You have that old man ever since you came into this world. But somewhere down through life, you got born again and you got that new man. So we call it the old man. I don't like that term old man when it's referring to somebody's referring to their daddy or their father. I hate to hear people say my old man or my old woman. I don't like that. But when it comes to talking about the flesh, the Bible uses the word the old man. The old man, he's with us. What are we going to do about it? Well, we got to fight the devil. And we've got to fight that old man. If I might, old man, for you ladies, old woman, It's all the same thing, amen. It's, that, uh, it's, it's talking about the flesh, and it's not meaning this here that you can uh, cut and pull and pinch. Uh, when the Bible refers to the old man, it's talking of that old Adamic nature that all of us was born with, and we're going to uh, continue to have to deal with it all of our life till Jesus comes. Uh, you say, Brother Rick, what do we do? Well, Uh, Let's look there in Ephesians. I want to read a little bit of that this morning. In Ephesians 4 and verse 23, that the Bible said that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You say, how do you do that? The Word of God. The Word of God. Waller in the Word of God. Just keep feeding yourself the Word of God. That will renew your mind. And the Bible says, And that you put on the new man, which after God is created into righteousness and true holiness, for, for putting away lying. Anybody lied this week? That's old man. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. Did you tell your neighbor the truth? We're members of one another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Have you given him a place this week? Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. That's the old man. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that may minister grace unto the hearer. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you all with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. You got two men working there. You got an old man and you got a new man. The old man's bad. He lies. He steals. Uh, He gets angry. He holds grudges. He won't forget. But the new man, he don't give no place to the devil. Uh, The new man speaks uh, edifying words and encouraging words and uplifting words. Uh, uh, The new man is the exact opposite of the old man. Uh, you say, Well, what do we have to do with that old man? He's here in the new year with us. We have to silence him. Yeah. The Bible said, as we read, put off concerning the former conversation. The old man will talk to you. You say, Well, you do, you gotta tell him, to shut up. You can't listen to him. You say, Why, he's a pretty good talker. And he can talk you into doing things uh, uh, that normally you wouldn't do. You say, what kind of things? Oh, he talks to all of us all the time. Don't go to church. Don't read your Bible. Uh, you feel bad. This, that, and the other. That's the old man. you got to tell him to hush. you got to listen to the new man. What does the new man say? The new man says don't pay no attention to that old man. Amen. Amen. The new man says take the Word of God and stick it in his mouth. And tell him to shut up. That's the old man. You say, you mean everybody's got two people in them? That's what the Bible says. The Bible says you got you and you got God. And it's a battle, folks. I've been in this... War for 43 years, and I won't tell you, the battle still rages. But we have to silence the old man. We can't listen to the old man. We're going to have to toughen up. Amen. We're going to have to realize we're soldiers. And soldiers, they can't just not get in the battle. They have to be in the battle, no matter what's going on. Has to silence him. What about that old man? You gotta starve him. The Bible said, make no provisions for the flesh. If you feed that old man, he's gonna get bigger and stronger all the time. Amen. If you feed him country music and rock music and X-rated movies uh, and you eat on the filth of this world uh, and you feed that old man, that old man's going to be stronger and he's going to be ruling and reigning. Uh, you gotta, you got to starve him, amen. You, got, you can't let him have what he wants. Amen. Amen. The Bible said make no provisions for the flesh. In other words, don't don't leave things laying around you're tempted to do. You know, if you're if you're a smoker and you're trying to quit, don't leave a pack of Lucky Strikes laying on the counter. If you've had problems with drinking and an alcoholic type thing, don't leave don't leave alcohol in the refrigerator. Uh, don't leave it up in the cabinets. Uh, that's making provision for the flesh. Amen. Uh, uh, listen. The Bible says do everything you can to starve out the old man. I want that old man in me to look like a Cambodian refugee. I want that old man in me to look the way I looked 20, when I started preaching at 26 year old and uh, they broke in that church up there Wrote profanity all on the walls. I I took the microphones and and beat them till there wasn't nothing left but wires. I I took nails and scattered them all over the gravel parking lot. I wrote obscenity that at 26, I didn't even know, on the walls. And they came and they done a story on me and put it on the front page of the paper. And there I am standing there with that old microphone, the wires hanging out. and I, I look like I weighed about a hundred pounds. That's probably, that's probably adding a couple on uh, uh, that I didn't have. Uh, I look like a Cambodian refugee. Uh, uh, but I want you to know that's the way I want to look when it comes to that fleshly man. Uh, Dr. Lewis Arnold, he's a little old bitty man. Fleshly. But boy, he's a giant on the inside. Back when I was a boy, there was a fellow named Charles Atlas. Y'all remember him? If you remember him, raise your hand. You old. And they'd show him holding the world. And boy, everybody wanted to be like Charles Atlas. And when I'd look at Lewis Arnold and I'd see his fleshly body I'd look at him and he probably wouldn't weigh a hundred pounds, but I didn't look at that outward man that was perishing. and I looked at that inward man that was renewed day by day and he was a Charles Atlas to me, amen. I, I, we've, got to, we've got to silence the old man. We've got to starve the old man. We've got to strike him. You say, what do you mean? Galatians 2.20 said, I'm crucified with Christ. What's that mean? That means that old man, he's crucified with Christ. Romans six six says, "Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Him." Now the Bible said in Hebrews nine and twenty eight that Jesus once was crucified for the sins of the world. He'll never be crucified again. He's crucified once, but but from a uh, not from a a state or a standing or a position, but from a a life, a real life situation, you and I have to get crucified over and over and over again. You say, what you mean? We have to be crucified with Christ. The Apostle Paul said, I die daily. You say, why is that? Well, years ago, I, I come up with this, I wrote it, I think, I don't know. I said, I killed an old man today. The meanest man I know. I took a hammer and some nails and I struck him many blows. I killed him for I reckoned him to be dead. But in the morning when I get up, he'll be with me in the bed. Amen. You see that old man, he keeps on resurrecting, showing up in our life. And we're going to have to deal with him all year long. If you don't deal with him, he'll deal with you. Amen. Well, that's two negative things there. But you can't never get nothing jump-started with all negative. I want to give you a positive here on this third thing. We find there is an old serpent come over in with us. Would you all agree with that this morning? We found that our old man come over with us. Would you agree with that? But the good news is we find there's an old book. Amen. Yes, sir. I brought this old Bible right over into the new year for me. And I'm glad if there's an old man I've got to deal with and an old devil I've got to deal with, I'm glad there's an old book I've got to deal with them with. Amen. Amen. This Bible's old. But you can take this Bible and you can feed the new man. Amen. You can fight the old man. Uh, you can find your way through this world. I like what Peter said over in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Did you ever notice it? And the Bible said, And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have a more sure word of prophecy whereunto until you do well to take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. Unto the day star, the day star rise in your hearts knowing this first that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. Watch it. For the prophecy came not in old time He's not saying it didn't come in old time. He's saying the prophecy came in old time, but it didn't come by the will of men. It came by holy men of God that spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Uh, folks, you don't know what a treasure you have. Uh, and you don't know how that, how that you're hurting yourself uh, by not reading that Bible, studying that Bible, listening to that Bible, fill yourself with that Bible. I've been, I've been praying back in December. I said, God... I said, I don't know how much longer I've got. But I said, God, I said, I want to preach better than I've ever preached. I I want to pray better than I've ever prayed. I I want to have more passion than I've ever had, Lord. And I can't do any of that without wallowing in the Word of God. Filling myself with the Word of God. Listening to teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Amen. Amen. You see that Bible, it's it, boy. You say, oh, you're just one of them old Bible thumpers. Well, I ain't a thumper. I ain't a thumping it. I believe it, amen. amen. I believe it. I read it. I, I, I crave it. I want it, amen. Uh, we got that old book with us. You know which one I'm talking about. You say, what about it, Brother Rick? Let's just look here in it. What's it say of itself? I like to hear what a man's got to say for himself. I don't care what nobody else says. I want to know what you say for yourself. That's the way Jesus was. Jesus, Jesus said, "Peter, I don't know. I don't care what they're saying. What do you think about me?" Oh, a lot of Christians do just parrot, poly parrot what to hear somebody else say. But I want to know, Jesus said, did you say this of yourself or did somebody else say it? That's what Jesus said when they were examining. I want to say it for myself. Paul said, I'm glad that I got an opportunity to speak for myself. I don't want somebody else telling me what I think or what I believe. Sometimes I go hear preachers and they say, We believe. They don't know if we do or not. They do, but they don't know if they do. Right, right, right. We all have to give account of ourselves to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. What did the Bible say? Well, he said it was sure. He said, We have a more sure word. He's saying this right here is more sure than your feelings your visions, your prophecies. He's saying that we... I mean, Peter had a pretty good visit, man. He got on the mountaintop. He's seen the Lord transfigured before his eyes. He was there. He's seen it. He saw Moses and Elijah. But he says, this is more sure than that. That's what he's saying. It's sure. It's sure. You can count on it. Not much you can count on in 2023, but you can count on that old book. He said, not only is it sure, but it shines. Verse 19, is a light that shineth in a dark place. This old Bible shines, boy. That's why the world hates it. Nobody likes a light put in their eyes. Especially if they're asleep. Yeah, most people get real upset and mad. You wake them up about four thirty in the morning and got a light shining in their eyes. You'll find out about that old man. Amen. That's why people don't like Bible preaching. That's why they come to a church like this and they say, "I don't like that preaching. Light's too bright. They'd rather go to." One of these newfangled deals where there ain't no preaching, and uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was? It? Oh, it's Kay Soul. Told me, Kay Soul told me Wednesday night. She said, "Brother Rick said I have trouble sleeping sometimes. Said I woke up at three thirty in the morning." And I got up just trying to find something to watch. And I was watching this preacher over at Cave City. I don't know who he was. But she said, I was watching this preacher over at Cave City, her horse came. And she said, Brother Rick, here's what he said. He said, we got too much preaching on sin in our kind of a day. 20 miles away. You don't want to be woke up. Ask K who that is, go over there. We ain't gonna let you sleep around here. You're gonna be a woke congregation. Amen. It shines like it shines in a dark place. Jeremiah said this book, it'll tell you about some old past. Isn't that strange that God said that through Jeremiah? He said, Seek out the old pass and walk ye therein. For therein is the good way, and you'll find rest for your souls. Now I didn't say that. God said it through Jeremiah. The Lord said the old's better. Said, Seek out the old pass and walk ye therein. There's where you'll find rest for your soul. Now you'll find rest for your body in some of these other places where nobody ever raises their voice. Nobody ever shouts or cries. Oh, you can get some rest there. But that's that outward man. Free country, you can go where you want, do what you like, but I'm telling you the Bible said the old paths are the best. Not only that, he said this old book will tell you about some old practices. Practices. That you need in the new year. David said evening and morning and noon. Thou shalt hear my voice. Practice of prayer. That's good practice to take over into the new year. Practice of reading this old book. Listen. Thank God they some old promises. That we bring over with us into the new year. They wasn't fulfilled in the old year. You know, like promises like the Lord Himself should have sent from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel. Wasn't fulfilled, but they might be this year. Amen? Amen. Right. This book is sure. This book shines. This book is spirit. Say yes. so where you get that at? Right there in the text. He said, Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is in this book. Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Although this book tells history, it's not primarily a history book. Although this book tells about science, it's not primarily a science book. Although this book has some songs in it, it's not necessarily a song book. But this is a spiritual book And you know why some people can't get into it, can't get interested, can't understand it? And I don't want you to feel bad if you just got saved or maybe just haven't been around a lot of good Bible teaching. And uh, even when you first get saved, you can't understand all the Bible. That's why God put them teachers and preachers and evangelists and wrote it down for you. I mean, you can't pick this up like the Daily Times I mean, you could pick up, I uh, don't have daily times no more, but you could pick up that Barron County progress and, and you could read the headlines and you'd pretty much know what it's talking about. You wouldn't even have to study it. But this book here, to understand it, the Bible said you have to study to show yourself approved unto God. you got to study. This book's spiritual. It speaks to my spirit. This book is a seed. Say, where's that at? Same, same book, just First uh, Peter, to the second. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God, that liveth and abideth forever. That book is the spiritual seed that must be implanted by the Spirit and moved upon by the Spirit for you to get saved. See, it's a spiritual book. Proverbs 30 and 5 said, uh, Proverbs 30 and 5 said, Thy Word is true. All of God's Word is true. And let me say this, let me say this. I want to say that not only is this book sure, this old book shines, this old book spirit, this old book spiritual seed, but this old book is settled. Psalm 119 and verse 89 Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. For how long? Not just 2022. Not even 21. Not even 20. Not even 19. He said, Forever thy word is settled in heaven. We don't even have to take it to the Supreme Court and see what they think about it. It's already settled. God's already settled what He thinks about same-sex marriage. God has already settled what He thinks about abortion, what He thinks about adultery, what He thinks about all of that. God's already settled it. Nobody's got to decide anything. Because this book ain't going to the Supreme Court. It come from the Supreme Court. said, I saw a great white throne and Him that sat upon it. And the Bible, I like this phrase the Bible uses, the determinate counsel of God. God's done settled it. God's done and set it. And you and I need to believe it. Well, we got off on a little rough foot into the new year congregational wise. But I'm sure glad we had this old book with us. Gave some promises and could share some Scripture with some people that needed it. Could look and find some help for myself. And yes, we have the old devil to deal with. He's here this morning. He's the best churchgoer there is. He's never called one time and said, I won't be there, preacher. He attends every service. He's faithful. You can count on him. He'll show up, he'll be there. He's faithful, but He's not the faithful one. Jesus is the faithful one, and He'll be there too, thank God. We've got that old man. Don't let that old man defeat you eight days into the new year. Don't you let him defeat you and discourage you and depress you and beat you down. You say, does he do? Listen, I got an old man just like you got an old man, and I—if I listened to him totally, I wouldn't be here this morning. And certainly, if I listened to him, I wouldn't be here in the last forty-three years, forty-two. But I got a new man, and your Christian life, your service to God, your home, your family everything about you will be much, much better if you'll keep that old man nailed to the cross and keep feeding that new man. Just feed him. Did you ever eat so much? I know you did. You say, how do you know that? I can see y'all. Did you ever, see, did you ever just feed yourself and... You took a big breath to make room for one more bite, and you said, if I eat another bite, I'm going to explode. That's the way we need to do spiritually. You can't get enough church. You can't get enough Bible reading. You can't get enough sermons, amen. You say, why? Because that feeds that spiritual man, and that's the one that's going to get you through. This year, Amen. Amen, Amen. I sure thank the Lord for this book. I Amen. asked Brother Caleb if they could do a song. I already asked them. Uh, yesterday, as we was talking. I asked them if they knew this song. They said we'll learn it, and uh, so they're going to do this song. I want you to listen. I want you to stand if you would. If you got a Bible, I want you to hold it in your hand as they sang this song this morning. If you're lost, that old man said, "Don't get saved." But that new man's saying, today's today. If you're here and you need help today, that old man's saying, don't go up there. It ain't going to do no good. Don't have somebody to pray over you. But that new man's saying, go and let him pray and get all you can get today. Amen. Amen. You listen.